welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab a snack and let's hang out. This week, we're going to talk all about friendship and how to have good friendships when you're living in that post-college era and you're in your 20s and you're working and you're just trying to make good friends. So we're going to be talking about friendships, how to keep them, how to make them, all that good stuff. So Marin, this week, what have you been up to? What have you been listening to? What have you been watching? What's the tea? What's the tea? Oh my goodness. We just got back from a 10 day trip. It was, that's long. (laughs) It was long. And I think I had mentioned before we went to Albuquerque and Washington the whole month of October. So we were literally gone for three weeks and we came back for one week and then we were gone for 10 days and we're staying home. Like we are, I'm never leaving the house again, like ever (laughs) I am. And (laughs) So we went on a trip because we went recruiting because like y'all know, I work at a Christian outdoor adventure camp and you got to recruit the kids, the college kids to come work here, the youth. Um, And so we go to like colleges all over Texas. And we also were marketing at a children's fair. So first we went to the Woodlands, which is a suburb outside of Houston. It's where AC's from. I don't know if you've heard her talk about Cute. Shout but out. it was kind of cool to like see where she grew up and I had so many questions for her because it's like a pre-planned community so everything they do is very intentional like they don't have any uh, what's the word like power lines they're all buried underground like all their infrastructure that's ugly is just like underground oh my gosh. and they have planted <gasps> so many trees so it literally feels like you're and you know, when you're in Washington and there's just so many trees that you're like, oh, that's a grocery store, but you literally would not know because it looks like it's in a forest. That's like the vibe of the woodlands. Yeah. Obviously it's not like pine trees, but it's very pretty. They're very bougie. They call their neighborhoods villages. It's giving the, vi- it's giving so the cute. giver. No, it's cute though. I, I do want to live there. <laughs> it terrifies me but I yeah, do want to raise my yeah. children there like it is so cute um no, but they have this <laughs> yes. um they have this amazing children's fair every year and so we go and it was so fun like we like brought our rock wall we have a portable rock wall so we set her up and then I think it's just like a 25 foot rock wall maybe 20 foot um, and then we have like those bouncer things that you see at the mall. Oh, like the What's little a little trains. bouncer thing? They're like trampolines, but you wear this belt or like harness and you're hooked up to these two <gasps> ropes. And so like the ropes are kind of like giving you suspension and you bounce on these trampolines. And so you can go like super high and like do flips. Oh, it's like huge. Yeah. it's So it's like the most popular thing every year at the fair because <laughs> kids like, I mean, kids like literally waited an hour to do it. Like they were so stoked on it. Oh my God. So we did that. Oh, we and love there was trampoline. like, we love a trampoline. <laughs> the parents are like, okay, we'll, we'll do the trampoline. Um, <laughs> there was like a cute little toddler town section. So me and Paxton did that and he did like music story time and played in like a ball pit and a bubble machine. And then we went to A&M to go recruiting and it was just, we brought camp's 1986 Volkswagen van. So it's like a big camper van. Oh, 
and it's super cute but she's old so like you can't really talk to anyone in it because it's so loud and it literally felt like we were camping all week even though like we stayed in people's houses and like airbnbs it just it felt like our whole life was in that van just traveling around and it was so cold so cold it's like 40 degrees what a week so that was our week I did watch Survivor I watched Survivor and did that so that was that was my week crazy um what about you what have you been up to well I just yesterday came home to Tucson where my parents live so that's fun and okay one thing I wanted to talk about my new thing that I did this month is you know like all those ads you get on Instagram for like clothes subscription box things like where you like rent clothes Okay, mm-hmm. so I tried one of them this month. It's called Newly, and you pay like a certain amount a month, and then you get six pieces of clothes, mm-hmm. and then you like send them back when the month is over, and then you can like pick out six more. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's so genius because my mom and I are going to New York City in January, and like I don't own like a puffer coat, you know, why, yeah. why would I like mm-hmm. living in Southern? New Mexico and so I can rent this like puffer coat that's like $200 you know like for if you bought it in the store but I just like keep it for a month for my New York City trip like I literally think this is the most genius thing I've ever seen so I have like I'm running all the sweaters and like the cozy stuff that like I would wear one time Mm -hmm. in Las Cruces but doesn't matter I only have it for a month and I send it back I think that's really cute it's genius yeah and I like followed a like teacher influencer who like had a discount code (laughs) so I was like okay like this is the one I'm doing because I have this discount code so I'm loving that I feel like it's great for teaching too because like you have to wear a lot of like are you allowed to wear jeans at all or you can't wear jeans we are okay we can yeah because yeah it's hard when you it's like chill Okay, that's good because I feel like it's hard when you have to wear like the dresses and the skirts and your cardigans and you're just like, I don't dress like this. Like this is a different personality, but gotta keep, you know, for sure. I have two closets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I've been loving that my like clothes I picked out, and then I also watched Survivor. Um, kind of. I mean, it was a good episode, but like anticlimactic because I really did not have any thoughts on who got out like I was like okay like I wish I mean I was glad that like my faves weren't out but Mm -hmm. I was like okay like goodbye James goodbye Ryan no offense if you loved yeah like okay should we jump into our little recap I feel like we should like that's all I had to say no like newly and survivor um but I feel like this week like you were saying was like that it's just kind of one of those weeks where you're like okay get the ones I don't like out of here let's move on keep going yeah I was very glad to see James go just because I I'm so sorry James but his voice was like on a syllable (laughs) like on a decibel that was like hard for me to listen to 
I don't know if that's his natural mm-hmm. voice. Very grating. Yes, very gritty and like deep. And I don't know if he was sick or it's just the sea salt. But I was like, right. Like maybe he had like a sinus infection and we just didn't know. Like this man, I don't know. It got worse though. Like as the as the season progressed, I'm like, wait, he didn't used to sound like this. I feel like episode one, he didn't sound like that. And so I was like, are you sick? No. No, like he he was sick. Like I'm like, this man was suffering. Like he needed to go. And then Ryan. I feel like Ryan is the classic trope of I provide for this tribe and I'm strong and so I'm never gonna get sent home and it's like the same thing with Ozzy right like no strategy no Mm -hmm. strategy yeah like they really have no social game except well I fish and it's like okay we will starve Yeah, they're like, we came out here to starve. Like, we really don't need you fishing, honestly. Like, people yeah. are people go there preparing to, like, survive on rice, you know? Like, they're not... It's it's interesting that, like, there's always a man that shows up and is like, no, 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 I built this shelter. And everyone's like, this is Survivor. Like, we owe you nothing. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you, but <laughs> see you. See you at the final tribal. Like, we really don't care. <laughs> I feel like those guys or women, some women are really strong like that too, like love fishing and helping out around camp. They always make it until the merge. And if they even make it to the merge or like two episodes into the merge, they always leave because it's like, you're a threat. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're always we're scared of you. And also like, yeah, do you even know about the strategy of this game? Like we have no idea at this point because you're always in the water fishing. Yeah. The rest of us strategizing, you're climbing a tree. Like that, at the end of the day, we don't want to see that. Nick, that would but be like, Nick's fatal flaw. No, that's that's just what I was about to say. I'm like, not no offense, but that would be your husband. Like he would be swimming and everyone would be like, we got to get Nick out. Like, No, he would like talk to the like oldest man on the tribe and be like, are you feeling good? I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay, I'm going to go. Everything feels good. And then they're going to vote him out like while he's swimming in the ocean. They're like, we got to get rid of Nick. Everybody likes him and he's fishing. Like we, he's got to go. That's so funny. So how did you feel about the double elimination and like the separating of tribes? I mean, I kind of feel like, yeah, like let's get to it. Like I, I was fine with the double elimination. I didn't feel like it was the best episode. The last two episodes I felt like were like the best of the season, like great challenges, high energy, like blind sides we've got the immunity idols going this one I was like okay like I liked the change in format but it it wasn't doing it for me like last week was better the week and the week before I felt like we really had we were like gaining momentum with the strategy and this was kind of like okay like yeah obviously James and Ryan like when Carla won immunity it was like okay yeah like who else are we gonna you know was it Carla and Cody, Cody who won immunity okay and then so mm-hmm. it's like Cody Jesse that super cute blonde girl whose sister died what's her name I feel like you like her love her yeah is her name oh my gosh it's not Courtney but it's something like that yes Cassidy yes Cassidy okay yeah 
She's cute. Yeah, so it's Cassidy, Cody, and Jesse are an alliance, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Carla's in that. Tough. Yeah, I think that Carla and Jesse are like in cahoots. And Sammy Owen and Gabler are kind of like a, a thing, aren't they? But Sammy never votes with them. He's yeah, always he's like, like, sorry, guys. <laughs> and they're like, it's okay. And I'm like, vote him out. I'm so scared. I think Sammy's going to win. He's getting the winner's edit. Like, I know he is. And I know he's smart. Like, I came home and I was like, like to my parents' house. And I was like, guys, like, who are we liking? Because they watch Survivor, like, religiously. And my mom was like, we love Sammy. And I was like, oh, huge betrayal that you just said that right now. Like, and she's like, well, he's so smart. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like he is good at the game, but he's like, maybe a misogynist. Like he gives off like gym bro vibes. Yeah. And I know he's, he's smart, but no, when he's, he's not who I want to see win. Yeah, I I think I mean if he makes it to like the final four, I might have to try to really like him because I want to like the winner. Yeah. And but that first challenge he did where he moved that the two bones on top that of was the zero the smartest to make, thing I, ever saw. I literally was like I thought this number was 900 and I'm like I am so stupid like he is very smart no and they're strong. like do you want to do this math problem or do you want to dig in the dirt I'm like I would have been digging <laughs> I would have literally been digging for the food or whatever they were searching for no, he is really smart and good at the game. Like, because he does betray his alliance every single time. He's like, sorry, guys, I had to vote for the other side. And they, like, believe him. I'm like, they're like, it's okay. I'm like, no, he, no, he's literally voting you guys out one by one. And then just, like, apologizing after. And you're like, it's okay, Sammy. Like, we get it. And I'm like, what? I think because they see him as just, like, the little brother maybe yeah I think he's just smart like he portrays himself as like like a buddy but he's Mm -hmm. like I'm like snake in the grass like I don't like him but you're right like the longer he makes it the more we're gonna have to like get on board I guess also did you know that Ryan lives in El Paso no I'm like well he's hot (laughs) (laughs) you should have met him at the airport wait I don't know when they come home, but honestly, no, I just trash talked his game. And I'm like, okay. I'm like a warehouse player. (laughs) He's a warehouse associate. So I don't know what that I feel like that's Costco. He works at Costco. Yeah. (laughs) Or like Sam's Club. Right. But they like can't say name brands. So funny. (laughs) That's funny. Dang. Um, No, like we're gonna have to see what happens next week. Like, I feel like next week will be higher stakes because now it is getting to the point where I'm like okay I either really like everyone or I really dislike you know like I have strong feelings about everybody and so it's like fun now to see who goes home and who doesn't whereas like again no offense to Ryan but I had no feelings to that man yeah I think that's like nice to watch swim (laughs) but Yeah. yeah that's all my thoughts do you have anything else to say about our survivor recap I noticed that it was like day 17 and so they're probably only going to go to 23 days mm-hmm. again, which means they have like, what, five days yeah. left. And which is crazy. It's going by so fast. 
they have what like seven eight people left so they're gonna have to get rid of these people they gotta get going (laughs) well let's get into this week's topic yeah my leg is asleep (laughs) okay so this week we want to talk about friendships um jordan tell me what it's like for you like you have a good squad that you've like had since childhood how do you like maintain those relationships um like y'all have literally been friends since elementary school and now you all live in different parts of the country but you still see each other you're still close how can people like continue those close friendships with like their childhood friends even though they're growing up and like going a thousand different places in their life when I saw my like core childhood friends um over fall break we were kind of talking about that like how how we've like maintained this friendship for so long and I think a huge part of it is not being competitive with your friends and genuinely wanting to see them win because I think as women it can be so tempting to see another woman and compare our lives to them and like the trajectory of our lives especially as you get older like you know everybody goes through things at different times like people get married at different times and have kids and have like move in with their long-term partners and all these different like things that people go through are so different and so I think like if you can commit to just like loving your friends and being their cheerleaders in every stage of their life, it will, it just benefits your friendship in the long run. And it's way more fun than like playing this comparison game or this like wishing and wanting that your life was the same as your friend's life or um, yeah, I just think that keeping your friendship so encouraging and positive and staying away from being competitive is hard but also important and in my experience is what keeps friendships alive is like keeping yourself from comparing which is hard yeah I definitely agree I feel like there are times where when I see myself like pulling away from friendships it's usually because I mean, either we just like drift apart and we don't like talk much or neither one of us really puts in the effort anymore and we're just like going different places or there's something in their life that I feel kind of like threatened by and I'm like, I'm not good enough to be their friend anymore or, um, you know, you kind of like self-sabotage and you're just like, I'll just like pull away so I don't get hurt or like feel rejected and most of the time like people are like I don't care that we're not like on the same exact life path like we have history like we have this friendship like I'm not gonna just let that go and that's something I have to remind myself is those friendships are worth keeping and pouring into even though like they're hard and not fully convenient and you might see them succeed in things that you are sad about and you like you want to be happy for them but then that kind of just reminds you of what you're lacking And, you know, Mm -hmm. cause we're just human and it's human nature to like, think of ourselves and, um, like be like, oh, I'm not at that stage yet. Like, should I feel bad about myself? Well, I don't want to feel bad about myself. So I'm just going to like 
pull away and retreat. Whereas we should be like, no, we're in different phases and that's awesome. And God has plans for us and we're just doing our own things and we don't have to be on this one set course, just going, going through everything at the same time. So do you guys like get together like once a year or like once a semester or what does that look like to, or do you guys like text all the time or Marco Polo or FaceTime? Like, how do you keep those relationships strong? For like my childhood friends, we try to get together once a year, um, the four of us. And then if we're ever all in Tucson, where we're from at the same time, we, we get together, but we're not text every day people. Like I'm just really not and Mm -hmm. like the four of us aren't either um I think that we just are intentional with our time so if like someone's texting in the group chat like we're all on the group chat that day because we're like okay something is happening because like we're not the type that's just like how is everyone like you doing good like it's like if you're texting in the group chat like we need to be there like we're doing a four-way call or something um And so I think that's different for different people. Like I definitely have, I know people that need more constant communication, but I think that as we get older, like you have to figure out what works for each friendship. Um, I'm sure you know this too, because you've moved like cross country twice now. Um, Like you kind of have to figure out like some friends, like they do need more time like more FaceTime or more calls or more texts and then some people like I feel like you just cannot talk to for a while and then like jump right back in and and it's all good I think that it's good to have a variety of friends um and we're all made so different yeah I definitely agree I am not the person to just like text all day every day like I'm like oh if I think of you I'm gonna send you like a funny meme or something or be like oh this just happened or um if like a mutual friend has like an exciting life event like we talk about it but I don't just like hey what's up but some (laughs) some of my friends are like that and like I realize that it kind of hurts Mm -hmm. them that I'm not that way and so I've it's just like goes against everything in me, but I'm like, I am going to like be intentional because like, I know that they like texting or they like me reaching out. And, um, and that's just like been, it's like helps me learn and grow. Cause I'm like, Oh, like friendship is not just one-sided. Like sometimes people just have different needs. Like I could probably go like months without texting you or talking to you, but then we see each other and it's like, no time has passed and other friendships they want to know like just the little details of my life and what's going on and I think that's so sweet and I kind of forget like oh yeah like some people enjoy that and just like texting and yeah or some people like don't have social media and so then they like have no idea what's going on unless you do text them and you know make that effort um or I like have to remind myself like oh yeah, like they don't, we're not just going to like start a conversation on Instagram because we see each other's stories. Like I need to make a point to text them. So it, it can be hard, like the different levels of like long distance friendships, but I think it's good to like cater it to each person. And it's kind of taught me that you do just have to kind of be selfless and look outside yourself and what is convenient for you and try to be a good friend in that way. Yeah, 
Definitely. And something that I think is interesting that I've been talking about or thinking about um, lately is it can be super scary when you get into young adulthood because it's so easy to be friends with people that have like everything in common with you. And like in college or even high school, like you're, there's so many people that have so many things in common with you that you're around all the time. Like we were in our sorority with, you know, 60 other girls that all, we all had the sorority in common, you know, like Mm -hmm. those, no matter what we knew them. And it can be so scary as you get older. And like, like when, my first friends were getting engaged, like you and then our friend Amber, like got engaged the same year. And I was like, like, that's so crazy because that's like a different time of life that Mm -hmm. like, you know, you, you don't experience until you reach a certain age. Like, you know, no one's going to be married in high school, hopefully. So your friend, you're, it's like normal, I think to be like, how is this going to affect our friendship and like what's going to change because mm-hmm. we're never going to be 19 year old little girls in the dorm ever again but it's just I think it makes your friendship sweeter in a lot of ways but and also I think it forces you to also find people that are in your same stage of life like I'm sure like for you do you feel like it's helpful to have friends who are married too, because that's like, you know what I mean? Like not just have your same single friends. Cause you were like probably one of the first girls like that got married in our age group, I guess. Yeah. I feel like I don't necessarily care if people are married as much. Cause I feel like I'm a pretty chill married person. Like I know some people are married and they're like, this is my personality now. And like, I love being married, obviously. And Nick's like my person. And yeah, but I also can like talk about other things besides being married. And I think, I think it's really fun when like you're engaged at the same time. And like another friend is also engaged and you get to like talk about wedding things or um, like you guys have the same, like a wedding in the same year. And that's really fun to like get to be in each other's weddings and experience that. But I think, like, now that I've been married for, like, three years, which, like, is not a long time at all, and, but, you know, like, you kind of are, like, okay, yeah, like, the cute honeymoon phase is over, like, all the parties are over, all the, like, white dresses are over, like, now this is just, like, real life. I think more so I want to talk to friends who have been married for, like, 30 years and, like, get their advice about things, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's when it makes a difference to me, when, like, or even 10 years or, like, just a little bit before us like that's helpful to see like okay how did you guys navigate this like like just more questions like that that's helpful but my friends who are single like I think it's so fun to hang out with them and like if they're not even dating anyone and they're like trying to find like a guy to date I think it's so fun to kind of like remember that mindset and be like okay yes tell me about your hinge profile Mm. like I literally got married at 22 I've never made a hinge profile (laughs) like what do you put on the hinge profile and like let me swipe through guys let me see what we're working with like and try to find them like their perfect little match I think that's really fun um yeah but other than that I'm like I feel like there's a certain point where you've been married long enough where, cause I don't want to talk about my marriage to other married people unless I'm asking for advice. You know, like I don't want to just like complain mm. or, and I'm yeah. like, 
you know, oh, so, yeah. or I don't want to compare or like get into that. And so, um, sometimes it is easier to have single friends because like there is, yeah, there's not, I don't know how to put it. It's just fun to like have friends with, well, there's no, you states. can't, yeah, you can't compare yourself to some, something that is so different. Yeah. And just like falling into the whole, like complaining about your spouse and yeah, like toxic. So no, toxic. we do not want the toxic dynamic. Um, I think it's important to have like mom yeah. friends though. I feel like with that stage of life, like I love yeah. having friends who aren't moms yet, or if they never want to be moms, like I love those friends, but I also have found a lot of value in having mom friends who are also like going through the same exact thing as me like we both have toddlers even though I refuse to call Paxton a toddler he's still my little baby he's a baby toddler <laughs> but you know I'm like until yeah. he is two years old in my mind he is a baby <laughs> but um yeah and I also love again having friends who have like 16 year olds and 10 year olds and five year olds and three year olds like I love that spectrum of like, not like, like I'll get, I'll ask for advice when I want advice, but it's also just like, look at this fun thing we get to do together, you know? And I don't, and I think that's really special Mm -hmm. or like, man, like I had a hard week. Like I had to like chase Paxton around and he was like kicking me and he just was crying for like an hour. And it's, nice to be able to tell that to a friend and be like yeah I get it like that's hard this is what I do sometimes when that happens I feel like that's so interesting and so important because I do think that like motherhood is like can be so lonely you know yeah so it's so good to have friends yeah I think people really can feel lonely as a mom especially when your friends are single and they're just they have so much freedom like this Mm -hmm. week I got to see that firsthand like being on the road like recruiting with a group of people like I was the only mom and I was just like and I'm also pregnant and so like I can't climb or I can't do all the things that like other people can do and it just it's in those moments where it kind of hits me like oh, I'm in like my mom era where I'm just like the pregnant mom chasing around my son. And it's like fun most of the time. Like that's a stage of my life that I like looked forward to. But now that I'm in it, sometimes I'm like, wow, what's it like to just like go to dinner whenever you want and like just leave your house whenever (laughs) you want and not have to bring like a little tiny human with you. And I love my little tiny human. I want to take him everywhere, but- Oh yeah. It is hard when like I'm like over in the toddler town and everyone's like rock climbing and I'm just like, "Oh, I'm the lame mom now." Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You're the cool mom, honestly. <laughs> I think yeah, I think that it it is important to have people like friends in your the same stage in life. Um and then like you said like right above you, like I don't know. I just feel like friendship is like underrated in our society like we don't we put like a lot of emphasis on like toxic friendship and like that's represented a lot in the media of like 
just women being like gossipy and backstabbing and and really like women need each other like I think in a such a like vital way in our lives I see that with my mom and her friends like they are like the their besties and they've grown up and like raised their kids and now like all of like our friends and stuff are getting married and like my mom's like at every wedding setting up tearing down like she's at she's throwing the bridal showers like with this group of women then they're like okay like this is our new season of life like I'm like wow that's what female friendship should be is supporting each other through each stage of your life and like my mom's kids aren't getting married like we're not getting married but like she's still there for the other moms you know and like I don't know I just think that we don't put enough value in female friendships because well I don't even know why like I don't know why that's that narrative of like I'm not a girl's like I'm a boy I'm get along better with boys I'm not a girl's girl like I'm not like other girls like that's like really toxic the pick me girl <laughs> yeah and I feel like I don't know if you feel like this but like when I was growing up like so many books and shows and stuff like that was the protagonist was like a girl that was like either kind of like a loner or like got along with the boys like Katniss's only friend was Gail like mm-hmm. or um Hermione just had Ron and Harry like yeah I'm like where were and the girls that were friends were like the mean girls and I'm like uh, where's like the nice girl squad like, yeah that's so true I think that that's why books like the babysitters club like mm-hmm. everyone loves so much because it's just like a group of girls like they're all so different and they have like their own little they're like American yeah. girl dolls you know they all have their own little tropes Love. but they all like have this common ground of like they want to be babysitters and they want to care for kids and so like and they're just there to support each other I feel like books like that really make an impact on kids and like how they grew up to feel about friendships and like we're saying, like, it doesn't really matter if someone's in like a different life stage as you, like, you can still find something to connect with someone about and everyone has something to teach you. You have something to teach everyone. You guys can like build those fun experiences together. And I think so much of like how girls bond is through chatting, like we're doing right now, like we literally have a podcast and, you know, like, that's just what we do. Like we talk and I feel like that's why girls like get labeled as gossips a lot, just because we have like that need to connect and like want to know what's going on and we want to help each other and like talk about just, you know, what's what's going on. And guys are more so like doers where they like want to play a sports game thing or they want to play video games. And I'm like, I would never like look at a ball and be like, Jordan, let's play a game of soccer. Like I just would be like, let's sit on the bench yeah, while everyone plays no. soccer and we'll chat. And I mean, exactly. We're just more like of like social people. Whereas guys like Nick plays video games a lot. And when he first started playing video games, I was like, what's the value in this? Like, you're literally just staring at a screen And he was like, but I play with my friends and like 90% of the time, like we're just talking about our video game. But then that 10% of the time, like you get to hear the real stuff that's going on in their life. And 
guys like feel open to talk about those things and share because they're kind of like multitasking and they're bonding over this thing and Mm -hmm. they just so happen to then talk about life whereas women like we don't need that we're like let's get coffee and chat and Mm -hmm. I think that can be hard to like not have those mutual interests as you grow up um you know like when you're a kid you have so much energy and you play on the playground together and you have that you know, those fun stories to bond you. And then when you're in college, you're just always doing stuff. You're like going to your sorority stuff or your club stuff or um, like your youth ministry stuff and, or you have a class together. And so you always have like that mutual thing to bond you. But I think it, then you kind of get on this track of like, you're either a career woman or you're a mom or you're like a homemaker or wife. And And then you kind of just like gravitate towards those people. And so then those friendships that you used to have that was built on your chemistry class in college and that just kind of dissipates Mm -hmm. like you are just like, well, I guess I'll go find the mom squad, which is great to have mom friends and to have friends who are in the same walk of life as you, but we don't have to give up on those old friendships just because we're in a new stage of life. We just need to like find those new things. Yeah. That's so true. I think there's so much value in childhood friends and and all of your friends, because I think we change and grow so much. And there's always going to be people who were with you for a certain period of your life. And, you know, how lucky are we that we have people that knew us in middle school and then knew us in elementary school, knew us in high school, knew us in college. Now, like, know us as young adults. I think that keeping those people in your life, if you can, like, if they're good quality friends, it's really important and vital. And I think that you learn and grow so much from keeping friendships because, like, no one is perfect. We're all not perfect. And so like, you're going to get mad at your friends. You're going to have times where you need to figure things out with your friends. And so much of the growing that we do, I feel like as people happens with our friends when we're young. And then even like now, like so much conflict resolution happens between the people that you're closest to. And those are your little friends. So I think keeping your, your friends as you're young is really important. And if you can, like until you get older, but then also making friends like as a young adult is like a whole other thing because you kind of like graduate college. And especially if you don't go with anyone, like you just kind of go into your career. It's like a whole new world. It's like, okay, now we're out here in our mid-20s oh yeah how is that tradition or tradition how is that transition for you like you still live in cruces where like we went to college but you you know like everyone kind of either moved on or they might still live there but you how is that dynamic of like wanting to make new friends and like your career space but also keeping the good friends that you had after you graduated making friends is a skill that you kind of have to build up. And I don't know, I like to make friends. Like I'm a very quiet gal, but I also love my friends and love 
to support people and know people. And so, especially with COVID and everything, like I didn't really know my coworkers, like at the beginning of like transitioning schools and starting in a new school, because everything was online. So like, I didn't, they weren't my friends. Like they were really just like people I saw on a screen and it's been so fun to kind of make friends with my coworkers now. And I'm like, this is like a whole new kind of friends like that. I I mean, I had coworkers at my like little jobs, my like little on-campus jobs, but we were all like 20, like, you know, like just rolling in from the NMSU pool to go to work for a few hours. Like it was a different dynamic. And now I feel like I have my friends at work that every day you're like happy to see them. And they talk about their kids and we're talking about like our students and what and like the hardships of our job and and I'm like wow I couldn't do this job without liking the people that I work with you know and I think um being able to count them as friends has been really good and life-giving like I think if you're not friends with your coworkers, that's so hard um and then also like make friends wherever you're at so for me like I like my church and my cousins go to my church and there are people that I know from before when we went to like youth our little like youth ministry that go to our church and I'm like okay like it's good to know people and have people that know you and that um you can kind of deepen these relationships that maybe you had before or maybe you're making them brand new as like in your mid-20s I think it's easy to get into your mid-20s and think like and especially like get into a relationship or be like it's fine like I'll just see my friends like when I have time like I'll fly to my friends and you kind of lose out on friendships but we need people like we need friends and we need to have people that we can rely on I feel like as girls as guys like everybody like we need people that we can go to around us so we gotta do it like I'm like download Bumble BFF like you have to make friends like I really believe that quality of life is so much higher with pals and like I was saying before like you've moved cross-country twice how has that been like not knowing anybody coming into new spaces or I guess kind of knowing some people but yeah I think that's interesting like when we moved from Washington to Texas I mean I always have Nick and so it's like that built-in best friend so it kind of isn't like that scary like oh like it's me against the world and I'm gonna be so awkward and what if I say the wrong thing because I'm like oh I'll just like talk to Nick and like Nick is so nice to everybody like people will just like me by default because I'm around Nick but so there's like that little bit of comfort and moving somewhere new but I think also I like told myself when I moved here that I was just gonna like give everyone a chance like I wasn't gonna like pre decide who I was gonna be close to or who I wasn't gonna be close to because it's easy for me to be like who else is 25 years old like that is who I will be friends with and who else is a girl who's 25 who likes to do x y and z like that is my friend instead I was like how about I just like decide that I can be friends with anyone and I feel like this part of my life more so than any time before like I am friends with people who are in their 30s and 
going on 40s and or in their 40s and who you know like their kids are like going to college or their kids are in high school or their kids are five ten years old and but I still like can find like things that they can teach me or things that I can learn from them and just things that we have common ground like whether we have the same humor or we like watching the same shows or we like have an obsession with the royal family at the same time or we um, are like from the same like we've lived in the same places before or we like the same hobbies like I kind of just realized like I don't just need to have like a certain friend that I thought I had to have like I can really find friendship in so many different people and I feel like that's what's been so fun and it's honestly helped me grow the most I feel like this past year living here I've grown so much and like my empathy for people and my understanding for people because I get outside my comfort zone and befriend people that I normally would think like oh they're too mature for me they're like they have their life together like they're an adult I do not have my life together like I'm like a child compared to them like I don't have the right to like befriend them and then I realized like those people you know like just because you're in your mid-30s doesn't mean you have your life figured out you still want friends like you still want to connect with someone like you don't reach 30 and just have your whole life figured out like And you're not going to look down at a Mm -hmm. 25 year old and be like, oh, you're a baby. Just like how I look at like a 19 year old or a 20 year old and I can still like have a chat with them. And like, we get along so well, like just getting out of that mindset of age is such a determining factor or like exact lifestyle is such a determining factor and just wanting to connect with people. And I mean, for me, like I'm a Christian. And so if someone else is a Christian, I'm like, well, the only thing we might have in common is that we love Jesus, but like, that's the thing that we have in common, like something to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's like one of the biggest building blocks of a friendship. And so I'm like, let's, let's chat, you know, um, you know, let's get coffee, Mm. good old coffee time. I was going to ask you a question. Oh, so you said, you just said you're a shy girl and I know that about you, but I feel like (laughs) a lot of people, will say like oh I'm just quiet or I just like am kind of more reserved or I'm an introvert like and they that might stop them from making friends because I think that when you're quiet you can get pegged as like being mean I know for me like I'm a pretty quiet Mm -hmm. person too like I don't think I'm like the most like loud and like outgoing person like I can get pretty shy and so like I like to chat with people but sometimes I'm just like I don't know what to say. And so for people listening who are just like, I want those friendships so badly. Like I just started a new job or I'm in a new place or even like I've lived in the same place for five years, but I haven't opened up. What would your advice be to those people who are just like introverted and can't break past that wall? I mean, you have to be brave because it is very scary. And I've noticed something is like, I don't naturally it doesn't come very natural for me to tell people like personal things about myself I don't know why like just feel like I'm like oh well I have I have my close personal friends I can tell these things too but like just this past week or I guess maybe it was two weeks ago I was like at a training sitting with like some of my coworkers that like work in different grades and we were just like making small talk before the training started and I was talking about how I love those little 
Halloween Twizzlers. If you know, you know, like the ones that come in the two packs, like specifically I am obsessed with those and like Halloween is over. You, I can't get them for another year. And I just kind of mentioned that like offhand. And then later in that week, one of my coworkers came by after school and brought me all of the Twizzlers out of the candy bowl in the office, like picked them out for me and gave them to me. And I, I was like, wow, like, you know, I really was going out on a limb, like trying to like share, keep the, the energy light here. And it paid off because this is like the homiest move I've ever seen for this woman to come and bring me all these Twizzlers shout out like to my sweet coworkers, but I feel like that's friendship is just connection and you can't make a connection if you're not willing to put something out there. So you have to do it. Like you have to give a little to get a little and Mm -hmm. it's hard. I do think making friendships is hard. It's hard for me still, but people, if people are meant to be your friend then they'll like what you give them. And if they Mm -hmm. don't, I mean, you can tell when someone's like not vibing with you and like, that's okay. Like not everyone has to be your friends. You really have to, I think, pick the people who want to be around in your life and not force things. Mm -hmm. And so be brave, put a little bit of yourself out there. And like, somebody might bring you all your favorite Halloween candy. Like it was very, it was a dreamy situation. (laughs) That is so cute. And that also inspires me to be that person that when people say the little things that they like to go above and beyond. And I feel like there's times where listen, yeah, yeah, listening to people and acting on it and not second guessing yourself. Like she could have easily had that instinct of like, I know Jordan likes those Twizzlers and like, I'm going to literally take the time to pick these out. And she went for it. She could have easily been like, no, like I'm being creepy. She's going to think I'm being weird. She's going to think I'm like obsessed with, you know, like I think we can like get in our heads and be like, Mm -hmm. uh, no, I'm not going to like, that's really going off. Like, I don't need to, I can chill, but like, no one is ever going to think like, oh my, they're such a try hard. Like, I mean, unless like you have past encounters that kind of rub you the wrong way about someone, but like, if you like have genuine motives and like, you're just trying to build that relationship with people, like don't second guess yourself because those are sweet things that people do enjoy. And that's like a funny memory that you guys can have together now. And yeah, yeah. I think also that reminded me that like, I think right now more than anything, like in my life, I want friends who I trust and who we can just like have fun and encourage each other with like I think having a trustworthy Mm -hmm. friend is something that just in the past few years I really realized that because I used to think like I don't need my friends to be like super loyal or like trustworthy like they can you know it's it's fine like it's all because I was just so like I held friendship so loosely I was like okay, if they're going to do that, like, I'm sure they don't mean it, whatever, just move on. And now I realized maybe Mm. because like, I feel like I have, maybe I feel more vulnerable. Like, like I have more things that like to have those deeper friendships, you do kind of just like have to share a little bit more and like open up. And maybe I realized like, I want to be more protective of who I do that with and like who I ask for advice from or 
who gets to know those parts of me that are like, I'm kind of more like more reserved about. And I think lately, like I've realized that it's okay to have like different layers of friends. Like you have the friends that are like strictly just like you have fun and like a lighthearted time with, and then you have like kind of that more inner circle of friends that you do like share the really hard stuff and like you want their advice Mm -hmm. and you want to go through hard things with them and you want them to also be by you in like the most joyful times as well and um I think that there's nothing wrong with having those different layers of friends like you don't have to let everyone into like your inner inner circle because like some people aren't on that like don't have that ability to like emotionally function that way sometimes or they don't have the capacity to like love you in a way you deserve as a friend and um you don't have to mesh with everyone it's okay to not get along with someone and just like respect them and be Mm -hmm. like this is the level of friend we are and like I'm not going to ask you for advice and I'm not going to give you advice but like I can still like respect you on some level and we can like enjoy x y and z together and or we can just be coworkers or whatever you know and I think that's okay to have those boundaries with people and not let everyone in and yeah no that's so true friendship should be a blessing to our lives like we shouldn't be you know losing sleep over our friends or feeling like our friends are hurting our feelings that that's they're not your friends like Mm -hmm. you know you can have little tips but if that's consistently happening lose that friends like you know I'm like that's the advice is lose people in your life that are mean to you like keep the people that care about you and I I don't think friendship is always easy but I think friendship is always good and if it's not good then it's not friendship and that's okay we're not supposed to be friends with everybody like I don't think that's feasible so that's so smart I think you're right yeah those are just things that I've been thinking about. Cause I remember there was truly a time in my life where someone was like, I need a loyal friend. And I'm like, I don't know if I know that I need that, but I think, I mean, I was literally 17, but I think at the time I didn't realize how much I did need that or what that actually looked like to have a loyal friend. And now that I do have friends that like, if I tell them something, like, I know they're not going to tell people, I know they're not going to judge me. I know that they're not going to like throw it back in my face later or they're not, you know, like just to have someone who like I can text and I'm like, I'm literally crying. I hate everything. I want to leave. And the next day I'm like, oh, it was actually great. And they're just going to be like, you know, that's just Marin. Like she goes through it, you know, and that's okay. That's the ride. <laughs> and they're not just going to be like, oh my, you're so dramatic. Like they're just, they, they know me, they've done life with me. And they're like, yeah, that's rough. Like, I'm sorry. That was a hard moment, but I'm glad you're good now. And um, yeah. not that I'm trying to be a toxic friend I don't think I'm toxic but you know like no no you just go through all. the feels and it's good to have someone that you can just text and be like I'm crying in a bathroom what do I do and they're just like life <laughs> <Help>. sucks <laughs> and they're just like yeah. want me to come get you and it's like maybe um, for sure I over the summer I went to go see my like first friend in the world longest friend in the world and I was just, we were driving from Seattle to Portland and I was telling her about the situation and I was like, I just don't know what to do. And she was like, well, it doesn't, at the end of the day, to me, it doesn't matter what you do because I'm 
behind you no matter what you do. Like no matter what happens, I'll I'm behind you, I'm with you. And I'm like, oh, like that's what friendship is. Like, yeah, like I might not do what she thinks is the best thing for me, but mm. she's still gonna be there. You know, like I don't have to worry about appeasing her because no matter which way this goes, she's gonna be my friend if we got to pick up the pieces or if I'm, you know, soaring in the clouds, like she's always there. And that's what loyalty is. That's what friendship is. And that's, I feel that way about you. Like, I feel like our friendship is the same way. Like it's gonna, It's always, we're always going to figure it out no matter what happens. Oh, that's sweet. I love that so much. Like whatever happens, I'm with you. Like, unless someone's literally making a horrible decision with their life, like maybe let's not say that, right. but you know, when it's something like, you know, like I'm sure probably what you're asking her, it's like, should I do this or that? And it's like, either way, it's going to work out and I'm going to be with you. And I think that's what you need in a friend. And that's so sweet. I love that so much. Yeah, for sure. So next week, we want to get some listener stories. So this is for y'all to write us in. We're going to have a little Google um, Doc, a Google answer sheet that we're going to put a link to. Um, in our stories. So make sure you're following us on Snack Circle Pod Instagram. And um, we would love mm-hmm. to know what the hardest time in your life was and how you made it through that time. So this is just a time for encouragement and endurance through struggles. So we just love to hear just a little bit mm-hmm. about if you even don't even want to go in depth about like what was going on in your life, like Um, And we're going to make it anonymous. So we're not going to share anyone's names. I don't even think you like have to put a name on the document, but it's going to be anonymous. And we're just going to share some story times of like trials people have gone through and how they made it out the other side. And whether that's like a friend who helped you or like a family member, or um, you just were able to pull through and little things that helped you through a hard time. We'd love to hear about that. I think that would be like a fun little episode to do after Thanksgiving. It'll be like we're just in a little snack circle sharing our stories. We love that. It'll be so cute. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode. Remember to screenshot the episode that you're listening to right now and share it on your Instagram and tag us at Snack Circle Pod. And we're going to get back on our coffee sending grind and when you tag us we're gonna pick one person each week to get a little coffee treat on us thanks for listening and have a great week we'll see you next week bye guys